Hello and welcome back to that haunted show. I hope you're all doing well. I've been doing pretty good. Uh, keeping productive, trying to come up with new episode ideas and concepts. Also, talking to you guys quite a lot, which is pretty awesome, and finding out all your kind of spooky stories. And some are literally damn right horrifying, right? It really inspired me for this episode. Fingers crossed this goes down well. I've, I put the vote up on the Instagram, and it was unanimous. Literally 100% wanted a personal experience episode. So here we go. I really kind of wanted to do this, but didn't know how to go about it. So it's basically my experience of this weird kind of phenomena that I can't quite understand and no one else can either. Being interested in the paranormal all my life, it almost seems that as much as you're into it, it kind of draws you in, right? Like the whole saying, if you look up to the sky more, you're going to see more. You're going to see some unexplained things and unidentified objects. It just goes without saying. So the same goes with paranormal, well, as far as I believe at least. With everything though, of course you've got to look at both sides of the stories. I mean, all my experiences, time has passed now and I can still look at them with fresh eyes. Maybe kind of realise that, oh, this could be that and that could be this, etc. I can't rule anything out and I can't make anything certain in my mind. It's just one of those things that were really unexplained and I kind of want to explore them with you. So hopefully this does go down well, it's going to be something different, uh, it will probably be a two-parter just because I've had quite a lot of experiences and this one is mainly all just me but then there has been experiences with other people as well so part two will probably be other people's witnesses with me, <laughs> my own witnesses with me if that makes sense. So hopefully you guys enjoy it uh, but also we're, we're doing really well, uh, still we're keeping on the ball, keeping it rolling, you know how it is doing really well like the interactions are going crazy we've got like a little group of people who actually enjoy releases which is something i definitely didn't expect which i'm really excited for yeah you guys have done this so that's amazing so sit back relax grab a drink turn down the lights and welcome back to that haunted show episode five my personal experiences i'm gonna keep the history short as i don't want to bore anyone on my own kind of bio my name's lewis or louis Either works, no one knows. Guess it's the perks of having an English and an Irish background. It's kind of up in the air and the Irish side of Louis and the English side wants Lewis. So yeah, that's probably haunted for sure. That's where it all started. I don't even know my own name. I was born in May in the early 90s in the county of Surrey, England. My childhood was average. Parents divorced and or separated. I can't even remember if they made it to marriage. And things were fine. Saw both of them and had a pretty good upbringing. Well, until those teenage years kicked in and I guess a rebellious streak kind of came out, as it does. But it was around this time that I witnessed my first kind of experience, which, which to me is quite odd. Like I've mentioned before, you typically find out that it's younger children who tend to have experiences, right? I think I've spoke about this previously, I can't remember what episode, but children tend to see and experience these things more often because... I guess as grim as it sounds, that <laughs> they're fresh, if you know what I mean. Being in the sense that they have literally just been born and they're still learning. They haven't been taught the ways of the world yet. Like, we hear something as, old, as responsible adults and we like to rationalise and reason with it. Whereas children take everything at face value. So the things they hear and they see, they, they know it to be true. Because the seeds of doubt and rationality have not yet been planted, in a sense, I guess. Although, in saying that, one of my experiences was as a younger child... I'm trying to remember it, I kind of, I did want to read these out in orders, but I guess that's blown. I'm kind of remembering more as we go, which is quite interesting and also quite worrying. 
Uh, basically, when I was young, I couldn't sleep without background noise. I used to have really bad dreams, and for some reason, I'd have plenty of reoccurring dreams that used to horrify me, and I literally wouldn't be able to sleep the whole night and just lay there. What I'd do was, I'd always fall asleep with the TV on, watching a video or something. Also, yeah, I said videos in the old VHS tapes. <laughs> this was the 90s after all, so yeah, don't judge me. I literally have the same movie on night after night and could almost recite every line from like every character. It, it, it was ridiculous. I just needed that noise, you know. <laughs> Even though I had a large collection, it, it just had to be something happy, if that makes sense. Because I didn't want to have something creepy on or anything. And I think that kind of raised any kind of scary thoughts. Like it had to be happy. It was, yeah, it, it was a ridiculous time just because... I knew I was prone to getting these nightmares, so my go-to was usually an early season of The Simpsons or one of the really early Harry Potter movies, which I had like a pirate copy of one of, I think, The Philosopher's Stone, which was even an American copy. It was even called like, The Sorcerer's Stone, <laughs> which literally had people walking through the cinema on the screen. <laughs> it, it was so bad, but it kept me happy, so I liked it. And of course, watching these night after night, my mum... She'd get annoyed, she'd come in and turn it off because I'd fall asleep with it on and it would just be playing through the night. And this was before you could easily just press the sleep button and schedule it to turn off. So if I was going to bed before then, which often I did of course, being a young kid, I'd pretend to be asleep and obviously hear when they go to bed and I'd wait a little bit, creep down from my bunk bed and turn the, on, turn the TV on. Ridiculously quiet though, I literally think it was on like one volume or something ridiculous like that. You could barely even hear it for God's sake, but just having a bit of light and just that tiniest bit of background noise just really helped so i drift off to sleep and hopefully after a few hours in inactivity the tv turns off or you'll wake up to the annoyingly ridiculously loud sound of the tape rewinding enough of this nostalgia trip i'll get back to the actual story itself so like usual i was pretending to be asleep while my parents finally went to bed and this time it kind of felt different i don't know why oh and also i used to hate sleeping on my top bunk so i'd always sleep on the bottom bunk which was like a sofa bed which basically had a better view of the TV. Yeah, there's a story for why I don't sleep on the top, but I'll get back to that after this one. This uh, this night though, the room felt really cold and I just felt generally scared. Like I knew it was one of the nights I was gonna have a bad dream because I could kind of tell when it was coming. It it was quite odd. So it, it wasn't too out of the norm though because I was, I was a really shy, nervous little kid who literally feared everything for some reason. I don't even know why. So after creeping down off the bunk bed and turning on the TV, grabbing my duvet and pillows and pulling them down to the bottom bunk, I lay there and half dozed off to sleep. Now this is where it gets really weird because I remember this clear as day, literally to this very day I'm writing this. My door opened up slightly and the handle itself, it was really creaky, like the door didn't creak or anything like that, the handle just kind of crunched, you know, like just needed some WD-40 on there or something, but it just made this awful crunch, which I can just... I can still hear in my head right now. <laughs> so, yeah, the hand, that crunching noise woke me up slightly. I was kind of half awake and the door opened and basically this shadow starts to fill the room and it just covers the illumination from the TV, right? So I'm half asleep, literally frightened for my life, peeking out of the duvet. This, sh this shadow moves across my room and it, it wasn't like a person or anything like that. It wasn't person shaped. This shadow was literally darker than a shadow. It was pitch black. So obviously the TV brightness is down because I didn't want didn't want anyone to see that I was watching the TV. But of course it had that like subtle lighting around the room I guess. And this was just pure black. It crossed the TV. As it, as it kind of crossed the TV. Imagine like a straight line of just sheer black passing through the TV. 
and as soon as it was past the TV, it, it just turned to static, like the old TV statics where it was white and black, and it was just that sound, but like really loud as if the volume was maxed out. The shadow passed over the TV and across my desk, and underneath my desk was the video player. It literally came up, the shadow just kept going past the room really slowly. I, I literally remember watching it and freaking the hell out. And as it came up to the VHS player, and basically the, the VHS player, it had like a really bad old-fashioned LED, and which literally said like play, rewind, etc. But it literally came up with error. And the tape just started rewinding, but like really quick. Yeah, it was really weird. It was like halfway through a show. I remember it was nowhere near the end of the tape or anything like that. Now this literally scared the hell out of me. And the shadow kept going across my room and literally stopped in the far corner. And it just felt as if it was watching me, right? It was really cold. I just felt so scared watching this. And I just remember sitting there staring at this corner. And of course, when you stare at something in pitch black, your mind starts playing tricks on you and all that. And I was just watching it for hours and hours. Then my imagination was going crazy. And then all of a sudden, it just kind of faded away. And I don't know what happened. Obviously, something left, but a normal shadow returned like, like it should. Uh, basically I could kind of see my wardrobe behind it, it wasn't just sheer blackness anymore, because this wasn't, I can't even call it a shadow, it was just pitch black, it was, it was scary, it was blacker than black, I can't even explain how it was, it, like it absorbed all the light. So of course, me panicking, I literally crept up to the video player, pressed play again, and looped the same episode of The Simpsons all night, and suffice to say, I did not sleep a wink that night, or in fact for a few nights after because how that was it was horrifying and I can literally still remember it exactly to this day it was yeah definitely a really scary experience which is just stuck with me I mean even just remembering this story I'm kind of getting a bit freaked out because I remember a lot more details than I initially thought I did which was quite weird <laughs> yeah so that was my first story which was quite interesting that was at my family's house as well which I don't actually live there anymore funnily enough my sister actually has that room so she's dealing with all the haunted stuff now thank god because I am definitely done with it <laughs> well I say it's done with it something's definitely followed me around because Jesus Christ we're still getting experiences over here so going back to the other story why I always sleep on the bottom bunk I totally forgot about this until the night I was actually recording and speaking about my VHS horror situation <laughs> This literally, yeah, is the reason why I slept on the bottom bunk. And I also brought this up in a previous episode, how my sister has experienced the same thing. Uh, side note, I know, like I said earlier, I don't live in my family's home anymore. She has my old room and yeah, she's definitely experiencing the same kind of stuff I did there. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's maybe the previous person. Like we do know for a fact that the, uh, the previous owner, his wife, actually died in the place. But I 100% don't think it's her because this is it's something negative and as far as I'm aware she was a really nice old woman who died in her sleep and I haven't looked into it but all I know is the fact that someone actually died and I'm pretty sure it was in that room as well so we'll soon find out uh, I mean if I look into it we'll soon find out yeah the reason I slept on the bottom bunk is because uh, one night I was sleeping now I, legit, I can't remember if this was a dream or not but I felt the bed shake and which woke me up so I was kind of half opening my eyes, looking straight down the covers at my feet, right? I feel as if something's shaking the bed and climbing the ladder to the top bunk. Like, you can kind of feel the grip if someone puts your hand on a bed. You can kind of feel that vibration, right? And it was 
it was moving it was climbing and yeah i know it was i, I literally i felt it I, I was definitely awake like i knew the pressure i could feel it so freaking out i, I pull my feet I literally pull my feet up to my knees and I peek across to the ladder and literally see this face emerge, which was, again, all black, like a shadow, but like I said earlier, a lot darker, almost just pure black, taking all the light, except for these really bright yellow or orange eyes. I can't remember 100%. The face looks at me and it's not human at all. It's, I'm not saying it's aliens or anything like that, but some kind of spirit of some sorts and it stares at me and I can feel it looking. It doesn't move, and literally, lucky enough, I don't even know what would have happened if this didn't happen, but I heard the door in the room next door open, so I'm presuming it was one of my parents going to the toilet or something like that. And within seconds of that noise, the face, or the spirit, image, person, alien, or whatever the hell it was, li literally d disappears, right? It scares the hell out of me actually thinking about this, and I don't know what would have happened if it didn't move. I thought it was, like, I have thought about the kind of sleep paralysis demon, which is quite a common phenomenon, but I actually remember the feeling of someone climbing up the ladder. Because I remember clearly pulling my feet up, because, of course, <laughs> ghosts are always going to grab your feet, right? And the covers are going to protect you, yeah? <laughs> but yeah, I remember this really clearly. And, uh, what was it? It was a couple of weeks ago, I was helping my sister out with her college coursework. We had to do some filming in, in the woods or something like that for one of her films. And it, it, she kind of brought it up about this weird kind of yellowed-eyed face or something like that. And yeah, this kind of all brought back all the memories. And yeah, 100%, I've literally seen the same thing. And that kind of really freaked us out. I thought, I always thought that was a dream. And it wasn't until she said she's seen it as well that I've kind of comprehended in my own head that, okay, that's not a dream. That has actually happened. And that's horrifying, man. Like... Jesus Christ, it was it was really scary. These eyes were just Yeah, it just felt horrible. They were looking straight at me from the end of the bed and I mean the top bunk was like a single bed, so I mean I'm six foot and I was a teenager back then, so I might have been like maybe five foot, five and a half foot. And it was literally right at the end of the bed just looking at me and ever since that night I just could not sleep on that top bunk. I don't know where it came from or what it was, but that really scared the hell out of me, and yeah, suffice to say, I'm never sleeping up there again. <laughs> and as soon as that bunk bed was gone, God, I was so happy, man. <laughs> so happy. Now, this next one is literally, uh, it. this is my favourite story. Well, if, if you can call it a favourite, it's definitely creepy for sure, and it's literally... I know I saw my first real apparition here. Unlike the face I saw, I know for fact I was awake at this one. It, I mean, it would be weird if I wasn't because I was in public and it was in a cafe, right? <laughs> so this one, this is the one that really got me hooked on paranormal because of what actually happened. I really couldn't understand and even looked up the place to try and find out anything about it and figure out what it was, then realised it was apparently one of the most haunted places in Surrey. So yeah, that was great. <laughs> I really want to do a whole episode on this place because it is really creepy and has a lot of history as it was an old-fashioned coaching house back in the 19th century. Maybe I'll do it soon. We'll have to see. I'd... It definitely has a lot of kind of history and experience, but I don't know if I could make a whole episode. Maybe, maybe I'll do like a short episode or something like this about it. So uh, breaking it down, my experience kind of went like this. I was roughly around 14 to 16, definitely secondary school age over here in the UK. 
I think we were on a break or half term or something, that, uh, so, or something along those lines. And me and a friend went to town just to stroll around. Basically, we had nothing better to do and thought we'd go out and doss around town. The day was really hot, so I was just wearing a jeans and a t-shirt. Like, I remember this clear in my mind because... Obviously, we'll get to it later, but yeah, it was really hot in the morning, alright? And it was just blue skies, really nice weather, okay? And I think it was midsummer as well. So we get dropped off in town, and we're just strolling around, browsing, window shopping, doing all that. And uh, this town, uh, Guildford, basically has a high street and, and a shopping centre. And the high street's better, to be fair. So we were walking up and down the high street, just doing what we do. And literally, the heavens opened. I mean, biblical thunder and lightning and torrential downpours. So we darted into the nearest place we found. We stood in the doorway for a bit and then noticed it kind of had like a cafe area in. So I mean, initially we were just getting out of the rain standing in the doorway and we peeked through the window and just saw this kind of tables and chairs. And we were like, oh, it's a cafe. So we thought, all right, we'll pop in there and hopefully it would dry off and the rain would stop. We, Yeah, hopefully we thought the rain would pass as it was literally blue skies like two minutes before. So we're sitting in this cafe and we order a drink and the place is literally empty. It's really old fashioned, I'm talking like Victoria era shining vibes. And the waiter must be the only person in here, I swear. So he gives us a drink and disappears and all that. And we're just sitting there talking, doing what we do. I remember sitting next to, uh, it was a, this cafe was, like I said, was really old fashioned and it had a huge fire. So we're sitting there drying off and I started getting really hot. Like one side of my face, of course, was sitting next to a giant roaring fire. So we finished up our drinks anyway, and we were like, all right, we should probably leave. Like, it looks like the rain stopped. So we thought, all right, we'll make a move. So we're basically looking around, and no one's there. And of course, I'm like, uh, should we do a runner? And of course, my friend being innocent, and he was like, no, we should find someone and pay. I was thinking, free drinks, let's get the hell out of it. <laughs> so we both looked around and ignored it, and carried on up. I didn't realise at the time this place was a hotel as well. And it has this big kind of grand, huge staircase which looks really fancy from so the cafe floor and then this big staircase leading up to the first floor of the hotel. And literally no one was there. So we take this big staircase up leading to the first floor. So as we're going up the stairs, right, uh, we're constantly hearing footsteps behind us and I feel like something is there. It's really weird. We both stopped, stared, looked at each other, kept turning around. We both were on edge, so we kind of looped around the corridors and ended back at the main staircase doing basically a big U-shape. And we both freak out and deciding to leave as we can't actually find anyone. So stepping down the stairs, we literally hear this loudest bang going from upstairs, right? And there's literally, I say upstairs, we're presuming it's upstairs because there's nothing around. And I don't know what it was. It was either dust or something like that, but dust literally fell in front of us and... It, it was just really creepy, like, yeah, I can't explain if it was dust or some kind of silvery mist or something like that, but basically something had slammed, and yeah, dust happened to fall in front of us, that's what I'm thinking, anyway. Literally, as this bang happens, this misty shadow of a person, I swear was a woman, shoots up the stairs, literally straight through the middle of both of us, and it only happened for like a split second, but we both saw it. And oh my god, did we run. We literally ran straight the hell out of there. Almost straight into the waiter who was right by the front door of the lobby. <laughs> so we almost ran into his chest. And he's like, are you guys okay? Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we just want to pay and leave. <laughs> literally really panicking. 
And so we finally pay, leave and all that. And we're just sitting outside on the bench, looking in through the windows and there's still nothing there. And we're just looking at the staircase and I swear to God, that woman was there. Literally the rest of that day, we were pretty much in silence and we both never even really spoke about it after. It was just struggling to try and come to terms with what actually happens. And like I said, I still go to that town quite a bit today, but even seeing the place freaks me the hell out. It's definitely what got me into the paranormal. It was, yeah, I saw I saw a solid apparition confirmed by my friend who was there at the same time too. And the weirdest thing as well, so like I said, this is really what got me into the paranormal. I was doing a food shop at a supermarket a few weeks later, and there was this book on the ground, uh, and it was called Haunted Surrey. I forget the author's name, but lo and behold, guess what was featured? The Angel Hotel. So reading about it really got me into the research side of the paranormal, and I know for a fact I saw evidence of something after death, a full-on apparition, which was confirmed by someone else, like, I know, obviously, people are going to be like, oh, it's just you two there, you're the only ones who have seen it, but to have someone else see exactly what I saw, and, yeah, we, I mean, a lot of time has passed now, this was over 10 years ago, and I, we're no longer friends, I haven't seen them since school, but we both know what happened, and, yeah, it was, it was really scary, we haven't we never spoke about it again and we just kind of ignored the fact that it ever actually happened it definitely was something incredibly scary it's just yeah how do you come to terms with something like that it's really 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 quite scary we were just trying to yeah we were just being innocent trying to find the waiter doing what we do trying to pay and next thing you know we've got this apparition i'm really trying to remember what this woman actually looked like but for the life of me, I can't actually remember. It was... Oh, what was it? No, I can't remember. It was just the silvery mist of an apparition. I know for a fact she was a woman. It looked like a woman, for sure. Literally, as that bang happened, we looked at the dust, like, directly in front of us. And as we turned this head, she charges up from, like, the bottom of the stairs. Like, I can't remember if she was running or floating. Oh, I'm, I'm, like, really doubting myself now and but god I, I know what I saw and yeah it really scared the hell out of me <laughs> so yeah let me try and think of another story right I got a couple of notes here I'm trying to look at and memorize okay so um this next story uh, this one was actually fairly recently actually maybe only a few months ago I can't actually quite remember the date or anything like that I think it would may have been around April springtime it was not too long after the UK had its lockdown called. I was off work for a while due to the lockdown and it was one of the first jobs I did when we came back when, of course, when it was safe to do so. So I was working in someone's garden, laying a patio, staggering tears and doing sleeper beds and just general redevelopment and all that. I could bore you with all the details, but I'm not, so don't worry. <laughs> so I think this was day two or three there. It was a fairly new house and I remember the customer saying that uh, she lived there by herself, as I'm pretty sure I believe she was widowed. I was on the wheelbarrow bringing in material, and right, I'm a pretty big guy, like average build, not skinny, so it it, it takes a lot to push me over, okay? And I was barring, and barring is something I do day in and day out, so she had this small driver enough for one car down the side of her house, basically to her back gate. 
So I was going down this driveway and there was worse windy chill like hit me. And I just felt it almost inside. Like, I don't think it was the air temperature. It felt like it was me who got really cold. It literally felt like someone pushed down my right arm as well as forcing me to the left. So the barrier tipped up and I dropped a load of material, which is unlike me, like I said. I do this a lot, literally every day. And there was this pause where I kind of took a second to kind of realise what has actually happened. I literally ran into the garden. My hair was standing up like all over my arms and I had the worst chill like resonating inside me. And even though it was, like I said, it was spring, it was a really nice warm day. We kind of had an early summer as well. So my co-worker asked me like what the noise is and like why is there loads of stuff all over the floor? I literally explained and he laughed it off and man, this legit freaked me out. It, I like, I felt scared. Now, as an adult, I've, I've become a lover of the paranormal a lot more. And it takes a lot to scare me. Like, I love horror films. I, I get a rush out of being scared. I'm, I'm strange like that. And this was the first time I felt scared in a long time. This really felt negative and it must have had some crazy strength to literally force me over and make me tip this wheelbarrow. Definitely something menacing. I can't explain what it was, but I was, f- I was literally freezing, but from the inside, and I was pushed because, I know initially I thought someone behind me was like taking a mick or playing a joke and pushed me or something like that, but unfortunately not. I guess it was just my demons, <laughs> which is great. But yeah, it really wasn't that long ago, and really something different. Like I said, I, it takes a lot to scare me. I love horror and everything to do with it. It's, I mean, even doing this podcast, it's a weird obsession of mine. I just love all of it. This really felt negative and something I can't explain. And it Just to have that coldness deep inside of me and that energy, man, which literally pushed me over. Like, how do you even explain that? I know for a fact I was pushed. And Yeah, I've never had kind of physical contact with an apparition before or anything like that or some kind of energy force which like I mentioned I've obviously seen apparition and that just darted straight through us and across the face at the end of my bed and the really dark shadow that moved across the tv in my bedroom but I've never had actual contact which is really quite weird definitely something unexplained of course like I I can't explain it no one can explain it It's definitely something that really freaked me the hell out. This whole energy just felt negative and I was actually scared. Like, as ridiculous as it was, it was just like a little push, but I'm a grown man and I literally ran into the garden because I knew there was people there. (laughs) And of course, explaining that, you're just going to sound like a weirdo. Which, of course, that's how I came across, (laughs) which was great. I'm trying to think of more actual experiences as well. Uh, Let me see how long this episode actually is. We're running out. Uh, just under 30 minutes actually, which is not too bad to be fair. Uh, we, we could probably fit one more in here, right? Uh, where was it? Okay, so there's summer time. Uh, funnily enough, it was with the same friend. Uh, I was in the Angel Hotel with. We used to hang out quite a lot and always be at each other's houses, just playing like Xbox and video games and all that. And one time, uh, we did the usual all-nighter, so... He told his parents he was staying at mine. I told my parents I was staying at his. And we just met in the middle and tried to do an all-nighter. And just because that's the weird stuff you do when you're a teenager, I guess. We had nothing better to do. We thought we'd go out camping in the woods, which... Looking back, I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. Why? Why? (laughs) Two teenagers going in the woods camping. It's literally 
the setup for any horror movie going. And oh, and of course, that's it as well. We decided to do it in the middle of winter, which was great. It was literally freezing and of course, being a teenager, I didn't prepare for it at all. I had like a backpack full of food and just snacks and a few beers I'd nicked. And we just kind of went to the woods, chilled there, put up a little tent and... Oh, he, he was actually kind of prepared. I remember he kind of had like this little gas barbecue stove kind of thing. And we cooked up like some food and sat in this woods just chilling, chatting. I mean, it was quite a good night and it wasn't until it kind of got dark and we kind of got a bit more scared. Like, you know when it's dark and then it gets really dark, like at night time, pure black. I think this might have been around maybe two, one or two in the morning. It, so yeah, it's really dark. The Any kind of movement in the trees or animals, we were kind of pinging and looking around, freaking the hell out. So we're sitting in this tent and we're like hearing all these noises. So we decide now nah, we're just going to do an all night and just stay outside so we can kind of look. So if anything's attacking us, I guess we can see, which I, looking back now, like I'd rather not see and just be attacked in my sleep, man. <laughs> so I think... Uh, we used a gas barbecue and got like some sticks and stuff like that and we made like a little fire which was pathetic it burnt for about like five minutes and we resorted to using our phone torches which soon died he actually had a proper torch as well like like i said he came a lot more prepared it was kind of like a lantern shaped torch all electrical and stuff like that so we just kind of sat around that <laughs> in the pitch black in the middle of the woods and we're just kind of sitting there and just talking, stuff like that, trying not to freak each other out. So we're just talking about, I think we're talking about Xbox or something like that, the usual stuff we do, or girls, <laughs> the, the usual. And we just hear this weird kind of whooshing noise, right? Like we can't explain, like a wind, like wind whooshing past, but it was like directly above us. So we're looking up at the sky and stuff like that, and it, I remember because it was winter and it was really cold, um, it was a super clear sky. You could see so many stars and we were just looking up at the stars chatting and trying to remember like any kind of astronomy and star signs and stuff like that we actually could. But of course we were just we were just chatting rubbish just because we were scared. <laughs> so we were just constantly chatting to take our minds off all that the noises around the woods that were freaking us the hell out. And uh, weirdly enough we kind of look up and this really bright shooting star literally shoots straight past and we both kind of looked at each other and we were like wait did you just see that and it went so quickly so we look up again and of course you're not going to see a shooting star twice and honestly i kid you not shoots past again we're like what like literally same direction everything like that we're like nah was that a shooting star like why would it shoot past twice and honestly this must have been so high like it was definitely star height or that that kind of brightness up in the sky and it like the whooshing noise came again of course when it shot past that second time all right this is definitely pretty weird now and it only ever happened that those two times but yeah I, I just can't explain it like i've kind of looked up shooting stars and stuff like that and i know you can get kind of like meteor showers but it was it was so clear and so bright like it almost kind of illuminated the woods a little bit for that split second it shot past and it was just literally that sound. Nah, I mean, that didn't really do it justice. It was a really deep, long whoosh. It just lit up the sky, like, twice. And literally, again, it just shoots across the sky. Like, same same place, like, trajectory and all that. So it's not like, 
Like, I'm not saying it was a UFO or anything like that because it would just be weird if it was. It was the same trajectory and everything. They would have had to do like a complete, I don't know if you want to call it like a U-turn. If aliens do U-turns and the UFOs or whatever. A complete, yeah, a complete U-turn. It would have had to do that, which of course I would have seen. I was literally looking up at the sky. So yeah, that was that's my only kind of alien experience or UFO experience or anything like that. It was like as, as much as I love aliens, like I love all kind of conspiracy theories, just because that's literally my bread and butter. I love it. <laughs> it's literally yeah, all I do is research conspiracies and stuff like that, and constantly look up so many pages and listen to different podcasts on it. And yeah, that was my only experience with the kind of supernatural, well, not supernatural, with UFOs. Of course, with the paranormal and supernatural side of it, there's a lot more stories just because, like I said, if you believe in it, I believe this stuff kind of follows you around. Oh, and another thing I uh, I haven't actually mentioned is uh, I get really bad uh, deja vu, which is really odd. I, I can't quite explain it. It can be about the most ridiculous things in the day, but I can guarantee I'll get it. There was a stage where I was getting it every day for weeks and it would be something stupid like maybe a conversation or saying hello to someone in the morning or something like that but for the, these like few weeks every day I got deja vu and now I, I still get it like every now and then like still maybe twice a week like minimum at, at least and it's just really odd like like I said I had these reoccurring dreams as a kid and kind of sleep paralysis or whatever the hell it was and then getting all this deja vu and there's so much phenomena and like explanations about deja vu and I just can't quite comprehend it it's really something else because it's not even like exciting it's like the most stupid ridiculous things I'll remember and just felt like I've been here before I don't know I can't quite explain it it's definitely something different and just odd right like how do you explain feeling like you've been somewhere before and that you've seen something before and all that it's it's really it's really weird and like yeah <laughs> if you guys have got any input or anything like that it'd be great to hear because i can't explain it i don't know why i'm having deja vu like all the time is there a way to actually like manifest it and have more important kind of dreams and deja vu that's actually useful like if there was let me know because that'd be really handy and if i can kind of have deja vu of winning of winning lottery tickets that would be great so yeah we're gonna round this episode off now i hope you have enjoyed it anyway it's definitely something i've been wanting to do for a while kind of since i, I was going to do this as a first episode but i wanted to do like the deep dives and topics and stuff like that to kind of get you guys a listening at least so now you can kind of know a bit more about me i guess not that you probably want to but it was interesting to do and also it gives me a place to vent these kind of weird and creepy things out to I get well when I say vent I'm just rambling into a microphone for about an hour but I hope you guys hear it at least and like I said we're doing really well like the the streams are going up and downloads definitely being on Apple podcasts really helps and you guys are really listening which is great and like you're interacting and talking to me which is amazing and we're getting stories coming in and nearly got enough for a whole uh, listener experience episode which I'm so hyped for like you guys have had some crazy stuff and yeah I'm super excited uh, if you want to get in contact or anything like that, you know our socials, the usual That Haunted Show on Instagram and Twitter. You probably don't want to use the Twitter because I never actually use it. I'm terrible at Twitter. Twitter. I'm terrible at Twitter. I literally don't know how to use it. 
I've never even used it, even my personal one. I think I might have like five followers or something ridiculous like that. I just never use it yet. So the best place is uh, That Haunted Show on our Instagram. Or of course you can email thathauntedshow at gmail.com. They'll both be linked inside the show notes itself. So I hope you guys have really enjoyed this episode. It was, it was nice to change things up a little. And I, I do want to do a part two, which will probably have my sister in. Because of course she's living in my old room and having all these experiences now. Which is quite scary. And she has a lot of kind of pictures and videos of these weird kind of orbs and apparitions and just weird things you can't explain it's just it's just crazy right and i just want to say thank you again and thanks for just kind of helping us to grow and of course if you ever need someone to talk to in these crazy times we're here for you Uh, we're here for you if you ever need a listening ear be safe oh and again uh also we've got our first fan art by the way which is amazing like i never expected to get fan art which yeah it it just kind of blows my mind actually speaking to you guys out there so i want to say a huge thanks to the graveyard ghoul on instagram they've really sorted us out and made some really good artwork which i'll be posting on the instagram as soon as i can and yeah i just want to say thank you like you really nailed it and just done it free of charge and actually listen listen to the show like that's amazing so yeah thank you again but yeah I'm, i'm i'm just rambling now so i am gonna round this off As always, be safe out there, take care, and of course, stay spooky. Good night.